Hello, friends. Welcome back to my podcast. I am happy that you guys are here. Happy August 1st. Today is also a full moon in Aquarius. So, all good vibes over here. We are welcoming change. There is going to be a plethora of new ideas, new situations and environments, and new experiences. At the same time, we are also letting go of what doesn't serve us, letting go of any old emotions, old thought patterns, anything that is toxic and anything that is stunting our growth. We are relinquishing and releasing all of that negative energy and we are only welcoming what is going to help us level up into the next season, right? I think that I'm just going to jump on here today and record an episode and and once I'm done, I'll probably just edit it and uh, post it because it's the first and it's August. I am excited about what's to come. I'm excited about what the the new month is going to bring us all and I am just filled with positivity right now. So today we are going to talk about some things that I feel that everyone experiences every so often in every season. You know, there is always going to be this feeling of stagnation and this feeling of being stuck or even just feeling burned out, like burnout from, honestly, from adulting, right? Burnout from our jobs or burnout from relationships or friendships, burning out from just doing what we have to be doing every day. Sometimes it can take a toll on us, right? Especially if when we're always on the move. And so with stagnation, how do we overcome this? How do we get through this? How do we get feeling just stuck and feeling stagnant about life? I know there are times in our in my life where I felt that I was not I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't doing anything. I just felt like everything was like clockwork, you know, like I was just going with the flow and doing what I've always been doing. Or even sometimes we feel like what we're doing isn't good enough. Feeling like what we are doing isn't comparing to what everyone else is. And sometimes we can feel like there's a ceiling, right? Like there there's a cap on on our potential and those are kind of hard feelings to work through, especially when you feel like there should be, you know, like you're at an age to have already accomplished this or that. And so when you're kind of in the stagnant phase, it's easy for you to ignore what your body needs, but this is actually the time to get to the most basic things that you must do and you and focusing on your basic needs. So we're going to look at what psychology says because psychology is super rad. In Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the very most basic need is physiological needs. So that can be, you know, water and food a roof over your head, clothing, all of these things. When you're feeling stagnant, we want to always, always make sure that we put our bodily needs first, right? So we're not skipping meals and we're 
we're drinking our water and we're getting enough sleep, our eight hours or more, getting enough hours of sleep, enough rest. And then after that, the second need is safety, which is your employment and your resources and your property and the money that you make. So with physical needs, you are wanting to basically make sure that you have a job that covers for your expenses. And most of us do. Most of us do have that. Have a job that will at least cover our basic expenses. So that in itself is already very good. It's it's very easy to get stuck in this like Americanized uh, standard of living, right? Where the average person makes what, $60,000 a year. But if you're making money that covers your expenses you're already like above the poverty line in many 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 countries most countries actually right and so once once you do that once you have a job that is covering your basic expenses then the next thing would be to have an income that can also provide you or can also allow you to have savings right because um, there are some people who are living pay- paycheck to paycheck and that can be kind of a hard a hard phase because you're just seeing your money go in and out and there's actually no income to kind of put into investing or put into savings for or emergency funds, right? This is where I believe learning and education comes in because for example, if you do have um, if you do have an education, that's great that then you can move on to kind of like the next step which is creativity and when I mean creative I don't mean you know drawing pictures or um, creating a clothing brand or any of that sort I'm thinking how are you living your life and how are you being uh, how are you thinking unconventionally how are you thinking outside the norm how are you challenging the status quo and this is kind of the the vibe of an Aquarius, right? You, especially if you've got any Aquarius in your natal chart, um, how are you um, kind of challenging the ways that you've always been doing things and how can you shake things up a little bit and how you can, how can you introduce novelty into your everyday life? If you don't have an education and if you're just working at a job who thing that the job is serving you is to pay for your bills, and there's nothing else like it's not really in your career field and you don't like it you don't see yourself moving upwards in in that particular field or job at all then how are you pursuing education how are you learning more skills um are you learning a trade are you getting a certificate are you up trying to obtain a degree i honestly don't care if you have a master's or if you have a bachelor's degree or you have a PhD or you've you know you have all of these labels attached to your name or you have a doctorate whatever um I don't care but how are you actively in your everyday life how are you actively pursuing knowledge how are you actually pursuing skills that'll help you you know help you as you as you live this life I don't believe that you need to have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree to do to have these amazing jobs. You know, there are plenty of people on this earth who all they have is a diploma or even less, right? And it's it's not about that. But the one thing that I do appreciate, well, there are a lot of things I appreciate about, you know, having pursuing higher education and 
yeah, one of the main thing that I really appreciate um, about higher education is that you have evidence of your hard work, right? Your evidence of consistency and completing a task um, with with anything, even if it's just a certificate, whether you had to take, you know, a 90-day course or uh, go to go to class for a year to get certificate, any of that, like you are actually proving to yourself that you're a consistent person and that you're capable of finishing what you started. And with that, you're going to kind of get this invaluable confidence in yourself and this secure, this security in yourself that um, you can't, you can't buy, you can't really learn, you have to actually experience it, you have to go through it, right? I remember my first job, I had the biggest imposter syndrome, you know, right? Because like, you don't know how you are going to do in um, at a job, you don't know, you don't have any prior experience, you don't know if you're going to retain the information, you don't know if you're smart enough to keep a job, you don't know anything, right? And so compared to how nervous I was and the level of imposter syndrome I had at my first job versus the job I have now, where I'm, you know, I'm I'm in a leadership role. I'm training. I'm training people and I I am in charge of all these things and I'm doing my own work independently and I am creating work for myself and I do things that my other team that my other teammates don't do and it's just my work alone. It builds makes me confident, right? Because I'm confident in the work that I'm doing because I've I have experience and I've constantly um, over time, consist and consistently proven to myself that I am reliable and I have work ethic, and then I am responsible and I'm trustworthy and all these good things, which I'm sure all of you guys share too. But it's it's me comparing myself uh, to when I had my first job, and my insecurities and all of that to now, where I am secure in myself, where I am confident, and I know what I bring to to the table, and I know my skills, and that's why I I think that that why education is placed so highly in my values because they teach you these soft skills, right? These soft skills that you can't find really anywhere else. So the next need of Maslow's hierarchy is love and belonging. So this can mean intimacy, family, friendship, sense of connection, basically your relationships, right? I keep saying this all the time, but we are relational. We function on a relational level. Like we have to, you know, we need human beings because we are human. We have to communicate. We have to feel. We have to, um, be in community with each other and so look do you have a support system look at your support system do do you have one are you a part of one if not you need one and you need to be a part of one right because the ability to be to be able to stay connected and the blessing of intimacy it helps us to stay really rooted in ourselves and to be really solid right because there are going to be times where we where we need each other, where you're going to need either your your close friends, or your family, and there, there are going to be times when they're going to need you. And it's so important. Support systems are very important because you can't walk on this earth alone, right? You need, especially 
for us like we need i always say this but sisterhood is so important and we need to be nurturing each other and we need to be building each other up and i can talk forever about uh your community but make sure that the community that you are uh building up and surrounding yourself in is a community that contain people that you look up to that you respect that you are completely okay and that you feel completely safe with your unconscious mirroring, right? Because when you're with anybody, you are going to unconsciously pick up on their habits, pick up on their mindsets, and you are actually going to unconsciously mirror that. You're going to adopt some of those beliefs. It's it's how the human brain works, right? You you cannot you, you cannot interact with a toxic person without being unscathed because because we we pick up so many unconscious things like social programming is real and that's why so many people preach you know against you know being uh we're going to talk about this in a minute about the consumption being careful of your consumption because even at the unconscious level you are still going to retain that why do you think that people say you can retain a foreign language if you fall asleep listening to a recording of it playing because even when we're asleep our brains are never really shut off it is constantly picking things up right and yeah sorry that was like a little bit of a tangent there but uh yes community and surrounding yourself with healthy 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 people so those were the three base the first three basic needs of maslow's hierarchy of needs and uh those are the the, the three that I kind of wanted to focus on because we are trying we are trying to talk about how to overcome stagnation, right? So when you're in this space where you're feeling really unmotivated, you're really burnt out, you're just there's just nothing left in you to give, right? And so many times, guys, I feel that I feel that almost every other week. It's just that the level of you know, what the world needs for me, like especially in my career field or in my, you know, in, you know, interpersonal life, it's, it demands so much out of you, right? And for me, I just want to show up all the time, 100%, show up 100% for everybody in every situation and every task and every role that I'm in. And that can really take a toll on you. When we are dealing with these things, it's important to uh, make sure that we're getting back to the present and getting back into our body. I'm very big on creating a routine. And so if you already have a routine, shake things up a bit, kind of do things a little different that you haven't done before. And if you don't have a routine, everything just kind of bleeds together and you find yourself kind of, you know, once you come home, the first thing you do is just lay down and then you find yourself turning on the TV and just laying in front of the couch for X amount of hours until you're finally ready to go to bed. And if you find yourself doing this, it's very important that we start to we start to create a routine an itinerary for ourselves. And we want this routine to start at the very the first thing that you do in the morning. Please don't check your phone first. I'm so guilty of this, but I always check my um, Spotify analytics because I'm like, ooh, who's, who, um, how many new followers did I get today? Um, but yeah, try not to check your phone. Um, 
if you can wake up a couple minutes early uh, and kind of slowly wake up, right? And then what do you want to do? Do you want to make your bed? What's the first thing um, to make you that sense of accomplishment? Is it making your bed? Is it washing your face, brushing your teeth, uh, moisturizing your face and, you know, putting on a an outfit that you feel confident in, um, eating a balanced breakfast, right? The start of your day is so important and it will really bleed into the rest of your day. Consumption in terms of healthy consumption. So challenge yourself to learn at least one thing a day. Is it audiobooks and podcasts? Is that how you kind of uh, retain information while you're at work or if you're driving long distance um, or you know you're commuting commuting to work or school um, you know audiobooks and podcasts really help you become a better listener it helps you retain information I remember I the first audiobook I ever listened to was actually Harry Potter and I would listen to it on repeat and this was before I I didn't even really know what podcasts were I remember always having the app deleted. <laughs> I was like, podcast, what's that? And and then I think I listened my first podcast. I listened to one about the anagram. I'm an anagram three. That means uh, competitive achiever. If anyone's a fellow three, uh, holler at me. But yes, and then that was that kind of introduced me to the world of podcasts. And so yeah, like, uh, honestly, I really recommend. I think it helps you be able to listen to people more and be able to even respond better, you know. And then throughout the day, we want to be in good conversation with other people. We don't have to be in constant conversation. There are days I'm such a big introvert. I don't know about you guys, but I like to I kind of like to keep my conversations at a minimal, but when I because when I do have a conversation, it's it's extremely intentional and, you know, like I want to give you my full attention and I'm just 100% attentive all of the all of those things, right? But when you are having a conversation, conversation or you know just try to have a conversation a good one at least once or twice a day and making sure you're being you're being you're engaging you know you're kind of being fulfilled and you know another thing that I think is so important to add to your routine is working out going to the gym is a really good routine for you and it doesn't even have to be every day it can be like two to three times a day. A lot of times, well, I'm a girl, so I skip a week, so I don't really work out when I'm on my period. Uh, The three weeks or two weeks, I will try to go two to three days and just being able to move and even just having a quick, you know, ab workout, any, any of these things, you're showing, you're telling yourself and you're proving to yourself that you're showing up. You're showing up in the little things. So you're making sure that you're eating, you're showing up to work and you're doing you're being intentional at work and you're being intentional in your uh, conversations with your coworkers or your friends. And then you are being intentional with your body by going to the gym. With the gym, it it's a it's a habit thing, right? The hardest part of of working out is going there. Once you get there, it gets a lot easier. So sometimes I will have to listen to like some really what is it I listen to rap or like EDM or just whatever kind of gets my 
blood pumping 30 minutes before I head out to the gym because I know that if I don't, I'm not going to have energy to even get there. But once I'm there, I'm good. Like I can stay there for a good hour and a half if I if I wanted to, if I needed to work out, right? So like knowing those little things that, okay, how, how, what's going to help me uh, complete this task? How is, how are these things going to help me uh, show up a little bit better? So we want to honor ourselves, we want to honor our commitments, and we want to keep our agreements with ourselves because then those things help us keep our agreements and keep our commitments with each other. I'm very big on this, but do not say or tell somebody you will do something if you're not sure you're going to do it. Because if you say that you're going to do something, you better do it. Those things, even though they seem so small, that's how you show up as a person with integrity. But yeah, it's a... It can be helpful to kind of schedule yourself. I know like a lot of people will even go as far as to like time block and color code their planner. I don't personally have a planner. I am too like spontaneous and impulsive and all of those things. Like I cannot like be strict about things. Like I just kind of do things intuitively. Um, So like on days I work out, for example, I don't try to also work try to also cook or grocery shop like that would be like way too much I literally my brain would stop functioning um but on my rest days I will try to clean or I'll try to cook or I'll go grocery shopping right and it's kind of like pairing up certain um chores or like pairing up certain errands like to to cater to what works best for you so you're not feeling really overwhelmed you know because I know adulting is a lot you know that'll take probably two hours of your time, three hours max, right? And then you have the rest of the time of the rest of your night on weekdays. I want to encourage you guys to kind of take an hour or kind of take some time learning something or taking some time creating or journaling. Like journaling is so important for everybody. Um, It's kind of a release of all of the information, all of the thoughts that you've been kind of processing in your head you know it's a release of that meditation and mindfulness in general um walk walks in like outside taking it in some fresh air that's so important I don't know I was just everyone was telling me to meditate like my sister when she was coaching um, me when I was doing the anagram program she's an anagram coach and she looked at my report it was like a 30 page report guys and she said you need to meditate and I never did and then I went to therapy she said you need to meditate and I didn't I just couldn't I was such a restless person that I could not sit still to listen to music um or listen to you know meditation music space where you're where you are just being well I didn't really start meditating until I met my boyfriend and he was doing that as a way to kind of uh, help him de-stress. And he's just such a calm person that I was like, I need to try that. Like, I really need to try that. It was just fun for me. Like, I couldn't meditate by myself, but I could meditate with him. And then once we started doing that together, it was it just became 
like I learned how to do it with him and then I learned how to do it on my own and now I just see how how it just really helps you so much to kind of stay in your body and to kind of just be aware of conscious be aware of being present you know it's like you're not think you're sh- you're not thinking about anything you're just you're just existing and I just love that about meditating but yeah so like movement like walks getting fresh air journaling all of these things they can help so much in de-stressing us and de-stimulating us from all of the screen time that we've been consuming and all the noise that that is just in the everyday life right um i've been reading this really really incredible book that i just want to share about kind of a little bit it's called a new earth i've kind of been tossing it in my other previous episodes tossing the title in my previous episodes but a new earth is an incredible book uh he recommended the author Eckhart Tolle he recommended that we limit binge watching shows because that's when we kind of slip out of being conscious and kind of start to really just get into the state of of consuming right just mindless it's it's like mind numbing he also warns against short little clips and short little videos or short little things like um in today's modern age i would call them reels shorts tiktoks right they they're like really quick 15 minute or 15 not 15 minutes 15 seconds or 30 seconds of these quick videos that we're just constantly scrolling past that actually um that actually is the reason why there are a lot of kids with 80 ADHD and there will be so many people that are going to have attention deficiency syndrome and you know whatever technical terms there are I'm sure there's like a million and I'm going to kind of go further into this later on about consumption in a later episode but I've I haven't had TikTok since last April and my life is so much better for it I will never get on TikTok I never, I'm almost never am on reels or shorts. I just don't watch those kinds of 30 second video, 30 second videos anymore because I used to have insane intrusive thoughts that would make me spiral and make me so anxious. Just that kind of format, quick videos, giving up on that has really transformed my mind. I'm not telling you to get rid of social media or any of that stuff because I still use, um, I sometimes use Instagram and I use Twitter, but be very, very, very cautious of those things, especially if you're experiencing a lot of intrusive thoughts. I would recommend you trying it even just for a short period of time just to see how you like it. Um, for me, I just I just never went back on because I knew the effect that it had on me after kind of comparing it to how like I am feeling now, right? I'm feeling so much more like my energy just feels so much more clean. I just feel she just feel like different. Like my thought patterns just feel different. And then apart from like the social media consumption, there's a lot, um, you know, the world is kind of built up on consumerism. So like clothes and just products um, in terms of beauty products or any of that stuff. And I've been getting into a lot of uh, health, holistic living type uh, resources. I've been consuming a lot and I've just realized how 
it's like so many things are actually toxic for your body and for your health like I've I have so many clothes that I just want to literally like get rid of and just declutter and just um but because I bought it I don't want it to go to to waste but in the future I'm only as I started this uh couple or like maybe a a few months ago but i'm switching to just cottons just anything that's like 100 percent cottons whether it's um under underpants or if it's you know t-shirts or dresses i'm just switching it over to more natural um and sustainable materials because it's the latter is toxic to the environment and it's toxic to your your body and also beauty products and perfumes um, especially scented ones and ones that aren't like natural or even organic like those things they can be really damaging or they, they can you know they are toxic to your skin and I was I just found out that like sunscreen is toxic for you like for your face because um and I was like religiously applying sunscreen but there's actually a lot of toxic chemicals in there and when I found out, I was like, oh my goodness, is there anything good? Is there anything good that I can buy that's good for me? But the way that it reacts to the sun, it's just being aware of these things and kind of, it's really kind of made me realize how little I should actually be consuming in terms of products, you know? So yeah, a lot of times with stagnation, there's just a lot of stuff going on. Like our life, there's just so much stuff. And sometimes we just need to declutter. We need to declutter our minds by cutting out unnecessary consumption um, and unhealthy thoughts and showing. And then when when we declutter, we actually have more space to consistently show up for what does matter to pay to have attention to focus our attention on what we what actually needs to change right and so it just takes a little bit of like reorganizing our life and and just switching things up when we are feeling stuck when we are feeling stagnant when we are just feeling so weighed down by all the expectations and all the requirements and all the demands of the world we're losing our inner purpose now the book inner or a new earth it divides purpose into two things inner and outer purpose now outer purpose looks different it's our career right my outer purpose is in the legal field like that's what i do i love it um i am interested in it i probably will never kind of shift away from the legal field and then for some other people it could be in the health field that's okay your outer work or your outer purpose can be a career it can be like a job it can be what you are doing but your inner purpose that is how you are showing up for yourself in the present moment that is all that actually exists right so your purpose right now is your task right now what you're doing you're listening to me in this moment you're listening to me which i am so honored by the way i'm very honored you're listening to me right now that is your purpose right now to listen and to retain and to take away what matters to you, what resonates with you. When you're done with this podcast episode, you, um, you're going to go take a shower or you're going to go feed your pet or you're going to go put on a movie. That becomes your new purpose in that moment. Okay? I wanted to share with you a quote in the book and he said that as long as you are unaware of being, you will seek meaning 
only within the dimension of doing and of future. That is to say, the dimension of time. I know that's a little complex, especially if you're just reading it once, but he's basically saying that you're going to you're going to be so caught up trying to find your purpose, you're going to place it on the future. You're going to place it in some distant future in a in where where time where the concept of time is a social construct. He also says that when you look upon what you do or where you are as the main purpose of your life, as your inner purpose in the now, you negate time, okay? And so when you stop putting so much, when you stop constrain, constraining yourself to, constraining yourself by the concept and with the concept of time, you're actually become more freer, right? You're not trying to obtain certain things by a certain age or by a certain time period or like you're, you're not having these inner dialogues where you're saying to yourself, you're taking so much time to do this. Other people have already reached this and they're much younger than me. You, when you kind of toss out the concept of time out the door, you're going to have much more time to, much more freedom to create, much more freedom to relax and just do things at your own pace and have, and have one less expectation upon yourself, right? My point here after all of this is that with stagnation, sometimes all you have to do is one small thing, one small thing to kind of get you out of the rut of it, right? And small actions, they compound over time. The habits become what you do and becomes a natural process of just your daily living. And the modern world wants you to be constantly pumping out results constantly being productive 24-7, always multitasking, you know, and there's voices in your head that you should probably be a millionaire at a 25 at, by the time you're 25 because that's what you saw on TikTok the other day or have a house by age 20, right? And then I keep seeing these memes about how this five-year-old kid um, does reviews on toys or something and makes like millions of dollars and <laughs> it's kind of crazy to be comparing yourself to an outlier if your purpose is tied within time if you're placing it a time construct then you're going to be stuck just trying to you're just going to be living in the future you're, you're not going to be present Purpose is not some distant thing that you are going to find in the far future. Purpose is now. And stagnation is actually a time for you to turn inwards, to retrospect, to set goals, to be intentional, to rest, to declutter, to, de to reorganize. And it's a time for you to nurse yourself back to the feeling of fullness through giving yourself 1,000% grace and understanding to just be and not expect anything a lot of life I've come to realize is just cruising there is going to be a time for you to step on that gas and accelerate and do do all these incredible amazing things but then there's also a period of time where you are just cruising and sometimes it takes not having much to lose for you to find the power to create and envision what needs to change 
that's actually the space and time where revolutionary ideas start to manifest. The example that I can think up of right now is J.K. Rowling. She was destitute. She was penniless. She was evicted from her apartment. Um, she was like broke, broke, okay? And she read or she wrote the first chapter of Harry Potter on the walls of like of a little room under the cupboard. She found her creativity, creativity at the worst time of her life. And now she's not only is she so incredibly, unfathomably rich, she is also given the whole world where wizards go to school and overcome evil and, you know, like the things that she taught us about friendship and love, conquering everything and just sacrifice and bravery and, ah, oh, Severus Snape. Like all of these just core values from literally the lowest place in her life that has to say something, right? So I don't want you to lose hope. I don't want you to sell yourself short at, tw at 20 or at 25 or at 30 or at 35 and think that life has already passed you by because that's really not the truth because all you got to do is make that first small step. Just think what's the next right step for you and show up consistently and keep your agreements with yourself. And that's how you begin to conquer the world. It is way past, <laughs> it's way past the time, but I, I always forget this, but please, if you enjoyed this episode, if you like what I've been talking about, please give me a five star um, on my Spotify, my Apple podcast. And also, if you want to show me some extra lovins, then please uh, share my podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing August. I will talk to you soon. Bye.